we going? There we go. Our alerts are all off. Let me just adjust that a tad. Good evening, everyone, and happy, happy Cinco de Maya. I'm sure a lot of people are out having some good food, maybe having some margaritas, some Coronas, or maybe water with lime. Uh, right now, I'm getting trying to get my all my water in. Uh, but good evening, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus, live on the Cinco de Mayo with two sisters. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0 on the Cinco de Mayo. And, uh, you know, beautiful day in the Northeast here. I got to spend some time outside and I was on uh, gator duty um, helping Gary um, move some dirt. So it felt pretty good. Moving and that dirt. Moving that dirt. Yeah. And uh, we had our first bunch of asparagus from the garden last night. Oh, I thought it was just we were talking about that the other the other I don't know a couple of podcasts ago, and I thought you said it was just starting to sprout. So that's pretty cool. Well, it, that it looked that way to me, but Gary was out there yesterday afternoon, and he comes in with a bunch of asparagus. So that was very exciting. I didn't have to worry about a veggie for dinner. Um, finished it up tonight. You know, it's just always so good, fresh vegetables from the garden, and probably in about two weeks or so, um, they'll be planting the other plants um so i like getting the before during um and woo in full bloom so what's in full bloom today on this trending thursday well we all know a lot of trending things that are happening very sensitive matters but sensitive subjects um <laughs> and i i um the ministry of truth uh there's just so many so much stuff going on and i'm going to turn it over for you for a moment because i just i think this is my take on some of the things happening i think it's another diversion well funny that you say that a lot of people naturally sadly uh that's the kind of go-to conclusion though because it always seems that there's uh you know everything draws you know some you know headliner or news breaking story or a leak or a trickle, or I don't know that you could come up with a whole bunch of different adjectives as to what is happening. And your focus immediately goes to that. And you, you know, sadly, you know, Americans have become, we're not trust, we're, we don't trust the news anymore. We don't trust the alerts anymore. We don't trust because we know that there's always a story. And I think this goes really across the board regardless of the times that we are at, there's always been a time where you could say, there's always a story behind the story. And sadly, uh, being a US citizen, there is the story behind the story behind the story, behind the narrative, behind uh, you know the trickle of what they're leaking to another story. And you feel like, you, you, I mean, I know you, I, how you think, and I, I think the same way. I feel like we go, we go from one rabbit hole to the next, to the next, and we're just, we're like bunny rabbits hopping around and you know the common denominator right now is not a really kindful common denominator but the fact of the matter is you can't ignore it so today i was getting news alert after news alert obviously about the travesty of leaks and you know doxing u.s uh judges the u.s supreme court along with out and out out and out blatant lies 
uh, regarding uh, the LGBT community saying, you know, children are being segregated. There's laws in these different states against uh, the gay community and children, which is a travesty. It's egregious. It's an out and out bold faced lie. And I thought to myself at the same time when this, you know, as I call her, uh, redheaded, whatever. <laughs> and her last day is Friday. A lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of different names for her, but I'm just going to say redheaded, whatever. That they also announced that she's being replaced, or you know, they announced who was replacing her. And the woman that's replacing her is even worse uh, if you've ever heard her. So we go from you know, you know, one untruthful person and you know I, I really had to give her a little bit of grace and a lot of people don't but I had to give her a little bit of grace and the reason why I always give people the benefit of the doubt or a little bit of grace is she is also reporting to someone and she has to do she's not in charge and she has to comply with whatever the narrative whatever the talking points are she does not have an easy job we were blessed uh, for four years, uh, you know, well, not quite a total of four years, but we were actually we were blessed with two very good uh, mm -hmm. people in that position from the last administration. So to go from, you know, two excellent women, um, and, and even, I can't think of the guy off the top of my head, you know, they had a couple of guys in between. Uh, some were better than others, but I, I think, uh, you know, kudos to women, uh, the two that, uh, the last two that were uh, reigning under President Trump did an excellent, excellent job. But put that aside, then you you come to this particular person who you, you still have to give grace to because you know she's following orders. She's not making this stuff up. She's not coming up with her own script. Uh, she may have to refine it to make sure that it's obviously verbiage that she's comfortable with, or she's got an excellent, you know, speechwriter or whatever. Um, but the bottom line is, and she has to obviously, you know, handle the questions. So there may be questions that come off the cuff that, you know, maybe not scripted, you know, she's got to flip through her notebook to try to make sure she's trying to stay on point. But sadly, there was just blatant lies. And, you know, I was getting over inundated with, with uh, alerts. And I thought to myself, oh, God, I could say so much. I could say so much. And then it was, you know, listening to, um, you know, sadly, I, you know, I, we are a three parties. We are a three party system, meaning you have your conservatives, you have your, your independents, but the third party has lost its way. They have fallen uh, to a, a, a dark hole, to a place of evil, to a place of extremists. And those that remain in that party, and I think the, I think the biggest difference that I see from all three parties, independents flat out will tell you like it is, Good, bad, or indifferent, regardless whether you're a Republican or whether you're the other party. Can't even begin to even say their name because their name uh, just doesn't go with who they are right now when you think of uh, democracy. However, you will also find, not with all, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pretty clear on that. You will not find all Republicans, but you will find most Republicans, when I say most being uh, not in elected office, some yes, but not in elected office, I'm talking about the everyday American, have no problem calling out their own. We have no problem, and I say we, uh, I am, you know, I've talked about this time and time again, I was a registered Republican for many, many years, I am not anymore. 
but conservatives as a whole, and then you've got the libertarians, we have no problem calling conservatives out. Like if you're not doing what's right or you're not sticking true to what conservative values are, we don't have any problem calling out our own. And I, when I say by our own, I'm meaning conservatives. I'm not talking about a political party. But if you are the other party, the D party, you will find your constituents, they don't care whether you are in a bad place. They don't care if you're lying. They don't care how low you go. And then you'll have others that will defend. And so today I was listening to many from that party that I personally know still trying to defend uh, the clown administration. The other person I give grace to, believe it or not, is the sitting person that's in the White House. And I give him grace for this reason, which will probably maybe surprise some people. First of all, it's our faith. You know, we always want to give grace to, to other people. Uh, do I know, uh, you know, that he definitely doesn't have a great past as far as uh, from, from legal to being criminal, uh, my opinion. But I do believe at this point in junction with his current mental stability, which has been ongoing, and that is why you re we really saw the campaign piece to it that he wasn't even available. Remember, you know, the, the, the joke was that he was in the basement. This man is not well. Um, it does not take somebody with a medical degree to understand that. And that is why I give him grace. I do not believe that he is running the country. I do not believe he's the one pulling the strings. But what I do believe is that he's also a pawn. And how sad is it, regardless of his past uh, wrongdoings, that people are utilizing him as a puppet and they are now not, you can't even, and I actually did a post about this. And I said, I'm only gonna talk about this once. There, there is no more left. There is no more liberal. There is no more moderate. It, is, it has become an extremist party. And when I say extremist, I mean that to the full extent of the meaning of extremist. And my question was, how far, how deep in hell do they have to go? What, what is the depth of their what, you know, evil, evil ways? When you think they can't go low, they go even lower. And to personally leak, to personally dock Supreme Justice, which is never, ever done in the history of our constitution, in the history of our America and our USA, you got to go to a certain depth of low and hell. And at that point, I said to myself, and you still, even to even with all this information out, and even where some of mainstream, mainstream media has been talking about it, which is obviously very unusual. And I still knew people that were still defending him, saying he was doing a good job, that our economy is fine that you know oh you're getting so worried about the gas prices it's not the administration's fault it's opeg's fault and i thought to myself if that was my affiliation my party nothing could hold me back from saying no you got to do better we cannot keep re-electing these people in office if they are going to harm our country into real serious i'm not talking about just 
the normal political mumbo jumbo. I'm talking about real harm. Like you're telling people where uh, Superior Court, uh, Supreme Court justices live and about their children, about their families. How, what is the depth of hell that you're willing to go? Mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I, I really had a time, I had a hard time and I really struggled today with all that. Yeah, it, it, it will, it was very disheartening. Um, and we are all about free speech, you know, right to assemble in a peaceful manner. Person, my personal thing when I heard the leak is that was planned. That that's my that's my gut reaction. It it was definitely planned, another kind of diversion thing. And you know, for instance, the the protests that happened last night. And the four, I think it was pro-choice or pro-life, or, and I'm probably getting those terminology wrong, so just bear with me here. But there were four men who were pro-choice, and then, of course, the people that were um, protesting, and they were, it got very physical on the other party's part. Pro-life? Pro probably the, yeah, there were, there were four gentlemen that were pro-life very christian they were pastors okay. yes and they, the other party or assembly of that group again i'm not sure of the name of that group but they were they were hot protesters uh you know physically causing bodily harm you know just causing a total ruckus i and you know okay peaceful assembly that was no peaceful assembly it's like going back to two years ago where it was the the, the summer of love and what i find uh very interesting in the political atmosphere is everything that the left extremists uh complain about or try to um disengage with the right the more conservatives is everything that that what they're saying the republicans are doing which i know some of them are they're actually talking about themselves and i find that oh my god there's so many things i could say about that and very well, interesting. well you know the other piece to that which a lot of americans do not understand with 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 what's going on with that particular case is it doesn't mean they're doing away with abortion. And, and I think that's the pre the preconceived narrative or notion that these people that are against it, because they're, you know, for the rights of women, which I understand completely, they're not saying, first of all, give it back to the states. It should have never gotten to the federal mandate or federal law, anyways. It should have always remained with the states, number one. But number two, it's not a question of removing it and making it illegal, a blanket. So obviously there are circumstances where it would be warranted that that person would have that choice. So it's not a blanket across, and I think so many are missing that piece. Uh, I don't have the time or desire to waste my energy that people are not educating themselves to really understand what it translates to. Um, you are doing a disservice to yourself if you're not educating and understanding what it really means. It's kind of that same scenario when Governor DeSantis 
was talking about what he was not going to allow in school versus what is. And people automatically assumed, oh, he doesn't want any talk about gays, above, which is never even mentioned in the bill. And this is the same scenario. People jump on a you know, a social platform and join the crowd, jo join on the bandwagon without doing their own due diligence of education and understanding what it actually means, number one. Uh, number two, there is, you know, grace and uh, taking a step back. We have to be in charge of that because when you have someone that's leading the country who starts out saying, I am going to bring everyone together. We have to have hope, we have to have unity. Whether you voted for me or not, I am your president and I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. To now come out with within the last 24 to 48 hours, taking a big chunk, a big chunk of the citizens of this country and totally disregard them and label them as something uh, poison, something dirty, something filthy. And then again, you know, as angry as and upset as I was getting, I said, I still have to give this man grace. He is not in his right mind. Uh, um, he probably is not really all in tune of really what is going on and what and who is pulling the purse strings because it is not him. So while you have the, you know, buck joe biden acronym the fjb or whether you have let's go brandon i'm i'm even against those acronyms and or little clips and the reason why i am is you're saying it's him he's just a figurehead it's not him he's not running things he's not the one in charge he is not he's the chief in name only and it's the people behind him the ones that are really, and I've got my my inkling as to who they are. I'm not going to say it over the air, but I do have an opinion. And this is all my opinion, all my opinion. But I thought, what a sad day uh, in our history, in our government, when you have the leader of the free world uh, desecrate probably 75% of Americans, I, 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 I don't think we've ever seen this before. And for all those diehard Ds, OPEG is not the reason why gas prices are going up. John had a very good friend call him, uh, and you know we've talked to other other friends that are, you know, diehard Dems. and they truly believe that it's OPEG, it's Russia, it's a, B, and C, that we are not drilling. We are not drilling because, you know, of the executive orders that were, I don't know how many he's up to at this point, but in the first, you know, 48 hours of his presidency, when you take away drilling, when you lay off and you, uh, you know, totally dismantle the pipeline, when you, uh, you know, just kind of cut the economy at the knees, and now try to blame it on OPEG or Russia or China or whatever, which they all have a piece of the pile of the a piece of the puzzle. That would be a miss to say that they don't, but that's that's not the root of it. The root is the extremists that are the puppets behind the leader of the free world. So what I would say to is still give grace, 
it is better to give grace and have humility and understand that there's much that we do not know, that we are not privy to. Uh, although either side, and I will say this, either side will, you know, leak, will give you a narrative, will shoot out whatever they want to on the media, on social media and uh, news outlets to fit a narrative. We have to do better as Americans and not fall into that trap of getting sucked into their, their depths of hell. It's just, it's, it saddens me to no end. Yeah, and you know it is it is somewhat um, hard not to from time to time not to get sucked into it because I got to tell you when I was cooking dinner last night and I saw that clip and I was like, did he did he say what I just think he said? And it was right at the top of the hour, so it went to the next news thing, and they played the clip again, and I'm like. That's all they've been doing. You, you've got to be kidding. I, I, I was floored. And the other key piece to that is there have been steps that have come out. 20 to 28%. So I kind of give it the middle, 25% of Americans blame this leftist extreme party, because that's what they are now, uh, for gas prices, for the economy. I can't tell you how many Democrats I've spoken to said, oh, the economy's fine. I'm like, how can you look at me with a straight face and say that? Now, are people in our age in a different bracket? Many are in retirement. They've, they've done their due diligence to save, even though obviously a lot of people are probably getting clobbered in the, uh, the markets these days. You know you're in the market for the long term. So you're, you're taking these hits. But what about the generations below us that haven't had that time to save, that are struggling now to even buy a piece of property, to buy a, uh, a home, a condo, you know, uh, have young families, you know, that that paying five dollars and up for gasoline for a gallon is astronomical. So while the many Democrats that I've spoken to over the last week, eh, so what if we got to pay an extra 20 or 30 or $40 a week for gas, which by the way, is not true. It's actually more than that. Mm. I'm not concerned about me. I'm concerned about the generations below me, my children, my grandchildren. And we know, as we frequently talk about, when you reach a certain age, you understand that your time is extremely limited on this planet and you want to make your mark and you want to still make sure that you are putting your best foot forward, that you're staying mentally acute in awareness for as long as you can for longevity and working hard, but you can't help but say, my goodness, what legacy am I leaving behind? What kind of world am I living where, where our government just prints money like they're, they're printing a roll of toilet paper. And the amount of the, the we're, we're trillions into Ukraine right now. People don't even realize that. We are trillions into that. If you can see the list of what we've given them. And I'm all for helping people out. I think that's the foundation of our country. But we've got to help our own people out. And it doesn't mean printing money and making things free, like free, free education. Well, you are just basically slapped uh, my son in the face who had to work really hard to make sure he paid off his student loan debt. And now you go, well, you know, because, you know, other people already pay. Well, let's see if your parents are making less than 
your parents, a lot of these people are in their 30s and 40s still paying their student loans and rightfully so. That's part of, you know, they may, may not have a mortgage or maybe they have a mortgage and their student loans, but guess what? You, no one forced you to take the student loans out, number one. And number two, they make it pretty darn easy for you to lower the payment and still pay it and still feel good that, you know what, I'm paying my way. I took this money out. I received this money from the government. I owe it. I owe it. And to give a, a, a blanket, you know what? My suggestion would be, if you want to help reduce that for the students, go after these Ivy League colleges, go after these snooty colleges that are over inundated with donations and, and uh, boosters and everyone that supports them. And you look at students that went to your school or whatever, and they're struggling, let them apply for sort of grant from your own institution instead of taking it out on the federal government. Because ultimately, who pays for that? You and I do. If I had known that, I would already pay for the student loan myself. But guess what? I'm now, so now I'm expected to pay for everyone else's kid's student loan. I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's got it gotten so ridiculous, and and I can just go on and on and on about a lot of these subjects. Um, I just want to touch on one other thing that I was thinking about the other morning. Um, Twitter. <laughs> So we know that he hasn't officially um, taken ownership yet. As I understand, it's going to take about six months for things to kind of roll through, take shape. And I was thinking why, and I was listening to someone's uh, podcast, and I was kind of thinking this myself, and I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if this is it. And this person said, why would Elon Musk take such a big, number one, a big financial risk, obviously, but you know, he's, he's got the he money, got the he invest, right? He, he can afford it. Um, knowing full well that um, the Apple store at some point may just, when he officially takes ownership, will just shut, shut Twitter down. So it won't be available, like kind of like what they did to Parler. Yes. Yeah. And so this person said, I wonder it, it, he's got to have something in place. And I thought that this oh, was very does. interesting, meaning he's probably got his, the Elon phone with his own app. So if that does happen, he can just basically, oh, here's the Elon phone, the app store. Yes. He, he's he's such a he's a brilliant mind. He, he's he's an entrepreneur, a capitalist, but at the same time, he he's got a brilliant mind uh, for creation, for creativity. Obviously, with everything that he's accomplished. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, they're, you know, he is a libertarian. Uh, you know, and I think he will add value. I know there's a lot of people even on the conservative side that are a little skeptical because, because of who he is, because of his wealth. But the, the bottom line is he, I, I did a post today in our, our Nani boss about you know boredom and putting the phone away. And there's something about boredom in your mind if you're not around a device, meaning a cell phone, uh, computer, iPad, whatever it may be where you actually allow your, your brain to rest, but then your 
your your creativity of your brain starts to pop up because it's not being stimulated by social media. It's not being stimulated by a device. Where where it's being stimulated is your own brain. And that's a lot of times where you frequently will be your creative side of your brain will come out. I have no doubt that Elon Musk has a creative mind beyond measure. So I that's a great analogy, Jan. And it'll be interesting to see his journey. And I'm excited for it because for, for many different reasons, as, as you know, we talked about the other day, you know, fake book, I call it flake book or fake book. Uh, Twitter, I've never liked the word Twitter and tweet the whole, I don't know, something about it drives me like little birds and it just reminds me of gossiping. And then I don't even like the branding of uh, Truth Social. I, I just don't like the branding of that. I think Speak It is a, is a, is a good catchy name where you are not committing because free speech is always, I would say there's a chunk of it, free speech that is not truth speech. It's more opinion speech, if you get my drift. Mm -hmm. So I think what's blurred in the social media world and what's blurred be, being online is that people are now giving their opinions. And that's why we are always careful to say, this is our opinion. So when we say, and we take ownership of it as our opinion, we are saying this may not be a true fact. It's our opinion. Uh, we do our due diligence on trying to find things out, but we also give our opinion. This is what this podcast is about. The difference, what is blurred though for many is when they give out their opinion on social media, it's like gospel. In their eyes, it's gospel, it's the truth. And that is not true. And I think there's something to say about social media where there's, there's a fakeness to it. There's a, a, an untruth about it. We know that. Uh, there's a facade, facade, what you want people to envision and or look at may not be what's re actually reality. And if you don't understand that, you better, you, you better start doing it soon. So that's why I like the whole speak it because it's allowing that free speech to speak, but you're also not committing that, you know, it's truth, it's false, it's opinion. You're just allowing that free speech to, to happen. Right, exactly. And uh, I was on Truth Social the other day, as I had mentioned, and I just, I love looking at the comments. And there's one commenter, I will say, who's very, um, he, he's just in there to poke, to poke the bear. Um, and he made a comment, I'm, go I'm going to write in um, AOC for president and Ilhan Omar as her vice president, you know. And of course the crowd went wild, but this person was specifically poking the bear throughout all his comments. Now, to me, that's a waste of my time. Like, I, I mean, I was enjoying reading some of the comments, some of them made, you know, made some really great points. And sometimes you can even learn something from it, but, you know, and I think I was talking about this the other day too, about engaging with someone for their benefit, like for, for every action, there's a reaction. So he, he was intentionally doing this and you have to go in there with the knowledge that somebody like that is going to do that. So I'm not going to waste my time, but I thought that it was quite interesting. Um, 
that other people from the far left were commenting on that. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> whatever. Right. And again, you know, you're going to, you're, you know, and that's the whole point about speak it. Like you, you are saying your truth, which is your version, your opinion. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just hope people will use common sense to understand that social media, you don't always get to hear the person's verbiage because there's something about writing, uh, as we always talk about from, from your head to, to pen to paper, which your inner thoughts will come out. But there's also another side, flip side to that where you're just posting stuff you know, for the sake of posting it because you're giving your opinion and passing off as if it's knowledgeable in the sense of truth. Um, and I think people need to do a better job at really recognizing <laughs> and embracing and or locking elbows with information and or people, public servants, entrepreneurs, whoever they may be and saying, is this person adding value to my life? Do I, do I leave there better than I first started before I read the post? Meaning, did I learn something? Did they inspire me? Did they uh, spark something in me that I did not even know existed? If a post or a person on social media is not doing that for you, bye-bye, delete, unfollow, uh, I really find that the more you embrace yourself with like-minded people, meaning when I say like-minded, I don't necessarily mean the exact same thought process, but that add value to you, that make you feel good, that you know maybe a driving force that makes you want to like double step and say, hmm, I didn't know I could go that journey. Maybe I, I, that's the journey I'm supposed to go on and just add value and make you feel good. Why waste your time? Oh, yeah. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention tonight was uh, wonder how uh, Julie Andrews feels about uh, the proposed uh, new czar and her singing antics on TikTok. Ridiculous. That's all I got to say about that. Well, didn't know that. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> I'm sure you'll fill me in after the fact. I love learning information. No, I really, uh, last two days I was on limit. You know, I was very on in, in small limits, obviously doing our podcast, doing a couple quick posts, um, and then obviously checking in with everyone that's in the Naughty Boss 60-day real shift challenge. But other than that, I have not um, really... Be, just because of the alerts, I said, oh, it's a place I, I don't want to go there. I just, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sucked into another rabbit hole. And it was bad enough today when the alerts were just, and partly because I didn't play pickleball today. I was busy packing. I'm in a nice hotel. We had a nice dinner, met with some friends. So shout out to Sandy and Jay Ayers. Uh, we had some, some shits and giggles and they actually brought some friends, Vivian and uh, Ron. And we had such a, we had, a great time celebrating Cinco de Mayo, very stuffed, uh, but I did good. I only did, I did some guacamole, had some chips. And then I went strictly for the fajitas because the fajita, fajitas are, you know, they're obviously cooked fresh right then and there. And then I could pick and choose. I had uh, two of the shells and it came with like six shells. I didn't eat the rest. Um, and I just ate the, the chicken and the steak. So it was a yummy treat. It was delicious. 
And uh, so John dropped me off at the hotel. I've got a very early flight tomorrow. I'm very excited to go back up north and uh, see family and um, some of my good, good friends. I'm super excited. Uh, and of course, family seeing you. And then we've got some big things going on over the next week and a half. And then John will join us uh, a little bit later. So, so much, so much goodness going on. And yet there's so many things that are trying to pull us into an, another rabbit hole or distraction. And how do we, uh, you know, set the trend to make sure we're not getting sucked into it? So I, I think it's, uh, one of the cool things that we're adding with the Naughty Boss 60 Day Real Shift Challenge is about specifically about really uh, enriching and nourishing the mind and making sure that your social media, your device, electronic devices are not around you while you're eating, or if they are, turn them over, or turn them off, mute it. Um, how many people, which sounds a little disgusting, but there's a lot of people that do that, that sit on their toilet and they're on their devices. No, uh, first of all, cleanliness wise it's kind of yucky in my my eyes but you know put it down uh when you're having a conversation with somebody do not be distracted push it away uh and even if you have to set out an automatic email as a reply to say you know i am busy for the next two hours you could do that with your phone as well you could also you know silence everything silence all your notifications and it's a great way to nourish your mind and rest your mind so your creative piece of your mind can, can come out again. Amen to that, sister. And on that note, trending Thursday at night, we want to know what's trending in your world. Have you heard that uh, Diddy on TikTok, Ophelia and Kasu? My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two... Sisters, and this is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss, getting ready to head up north. I'm hoping the weather turns out a little bit nicer than I've been looking at, but you know what? Weather aside, it's going to be a great trip seeing family and friends. I'm super excited about that. And like you said, Jan, you know, whatever is trending, you be the trendsetter. Do not let social media dictate your life as to what you are looking to see what's trending. You be the trendsetter with kindness, be the trendsetter with grace, be the trendsetter with positivity. And I promise you, you'll feel better. The world will feel better. We will see you tomorrow at an undisclosed time uh, for a fantabulous Friday to celebrate all of our wins, big, smaller, and different. You guys have a great night. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye now. Bye.